broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Woodstock, Georgia, welcome to Women in Business, where we celebrate influential women making a difference in our community. Now, here's your host. Welcome to Women in Business, powered by Business Radio X, where we support and celebrate influential women making a difference in our community. I'm live in the studio, Lori Kennedy here, and we also have Stone as our producer. First, I want to introduce Patty Ponder, who is the president of Roundabout Local Media, and she is going to tell you a little about herself and what she does, and then we have some other guests that she is going to introduce us to. So, Patty, why don't you let us know a little about you? Well, thank you so much. Well, I'm Patty Ponder, and I've been with the company for 11 years this past June, and uh, we, as a as a president of the company, I do run operations of the company and try to oversee everything that we do and make sure that we are con- cohesive from um, from sales to operations, um, look and feel of the magazine content, which is actually handled by our executive editor, Candy Hannigan, who is here with us. Uh, we also have our director of marketing, which is Jennifer Coleman. She's here with us today. And we're all here and hope to share with you exactly what we do at Around About Local Media and why we call this local media. Well, I am looking here at your Roundabout Local Media team, and I see a lot of beautiful faces on here. And I do notice that many of them are female. Is that by design, or is that something that uh, has just naturally occurred, or what does that? How does that play out in your business? Well, it's not really by design. It just is, seems to have have occurred over the years. We, when we interview, we interview all all types of people and all candidates that apply with us. Uh, we've just it's just gravitated that way. We definitely have diversity among age in our organization. We have young women with small children, young men, women who've just gotten married. Some of us are more seasoned, experienced. Um, we like to use the word seasoned I like in our that. organization. <laughs> yep. Um, so we have that diversity. We definitely have the diversity through our photographers. We have women and men of all different ages and races through the organization. And we make sure that our magazine definitely um, addresses all demographics. It's very, very important to us. Yeah, I think that's great. Why don't you tell us exactly what it is that around about local media does? Well, we have a couple different missions. Uh, we'd like to look at one is our altruistic mission, which we're most proud of. And we our altruistic mission is to build stronger communities by sharing positive, uplifting, and relevant information about our neighborhoods and our communities to our readers. So with that mission, we share local information. I always share things when I talk to other people outside of our magazine or it could be our clients or readers that we like to share information going on in the community. It could be that we have two rival football games and you might see a spread of two high schools in the magazine or there might be a little league baseball team who's won a championship or there might just be local news, which our executive editor, who is, uh, she's very experienced and she looks for what might be coming next in the community. For example, when we built the amphitheater, she was able to find a schematic and share that in the magazine. And I can't say that other magazines have that ability and that talent. So that's our altruistic mission. And we also have a commercial mission, 
which we're very proud of, and that is helping small businesses grow. So small businesses, we like to focus on them, help them, work with them to select the correct marketing, the best marketing plan for them. Our uh, We have a very consultative approach, and you'll find that when you meet Jennifer Coleman. She's very warm and friendly, really works with the customer to find out their needs and designs marketing plan to work well with them as, as I do myself. We care about the customer, their business, and their growth. You mentioned a couple people that are here, and then you also mentioned a little about what they do. Jennifer, we'll start with you. How did you come to this company? What brought you here, and what do you enjoy most about what you do? How do you support the community? Sure. So, excitingly, this is my third publishing company that I've worked for, and I started with Hyperlocal Community Magazines in Houston, Texas, and I absolutely loved it. Transitioned to national media sales several years ago in the Atlanta area when we relocated. Um, This is home for us, so we're back home. But met Patty Ponder a few years ago, fell in love with her. There happened to be an opportunity available, jumped on board. And um, ever since then, it's just been a perfect fit. So, um, And like Patty said, I I work with our advertisers on a consultative approach. I really like to have one-on-ones and find out what makes the most sense for their business, what's going to fit their budget, what type of presence can we create for them, Um, There's so many options that we offer. We have content writing opportunities. We have thought leadership editorial writing opportunities, um, multiple sizes of print advertising, um, you know, to fit their needs as well. So it's exciting to work one-on-one with these local businesses and and partner together to help their business thrive. And Candy, what is your history? What brought you to this place? Well, I moved to Cherokee County 34 years ago, I guess. Um, as a newlywed, so we have been here quite some time now. And uh, before that, I have a journalism degree, and I worked for three newspapers in the southeast, and then came to the AJC. Um, then I left uh, the AJC, raised our children, and then when it was time to go back into the working environment, I started doing freelance work for the newspaper out of the Cherokee Bureau. So I started my hyper local experience there. Um, and I see how that's kind of built over the years into what I'm doing now through the magazines. Who actually founded the magazine? Well, that was uh, Gina Carr and Don Kyle, and that's been, what, 25 years ago this past June. So they were local. Um, they were realtors. Gina Carr was a realtor in our community. And, uh, in fact, I used to I lived in the neighborhood with them. They were neighbors not too far from me, and their son went to school with my daughter. So they were local community residents as well. Okay, and so then how did it come to where it is right now? Like, who got involved first here? They were the past owners, and then uh, they turned it over to John Flagg, who is our owner now. And John has a wonderful man in the community that I always admired and respected and wanted to work for. And so John has a multitude of businesses. He's an entrepreneur, and he um, jumped in the business at the appropriate time when Gina and Don left the business and took over and just did some amazing things to to stabilize the business, I guess is the best term to use. And then he uh, went kind of back on the road, and he has a lot of, as I said, different businesses, but one of them is building beach homes and custom luxury homes. And so he was back doing that, and that's when he asked me to take over to run the business, and that's kind of when we started building this team. I 
I have to say Candy's not giving herself near enough credit. Um, I always tell people, I said, do you, do you remember the Dixie living sections of Journal Constitution? That's what Candy did. So she, she would, of course, she wouldn't because she, it's just her personality. She's just not giving herself credit for what she's done. And she was really working in the background with this magazine before she uh, came on and became the editor of our Round Canton magazine, I believe, first. And through changes in the company, we asked her to become the executive editor. Since she's become the executive editor, this magazine has just flourished more and more and grown. Uh, the content has just grown, and people tell us all the time how much they love our publication, how they read it cover to cover, and I attribute that to Candy with her content because we wouldn't be able to market this magazine if it didn't have the uh, robust content that it has. And she's now building a, a wonderful uh, editorial team of uh, some younger people coming up, which we needed. And so I just I just had to give a little shout out to Candy because she won't give it to herself. <laughs> well, I love it. And I do. I mean, y'all, what you guys are doing is so encompassing of so many areas. Like there are stories that have to be written well, but there are also uh you know, your companies and that you support and from a marketing standpoint that you have to support well and make sure that they're seen in the community and you're doing all of those things with such excellence. Can you tell me how many magazines that you have and what their uh, reach is? Well, I'll, I'll let Jennifer jump in on this too. I'll just start off saying that we have five. We're really proud to say we just launched around Kennesaw and since that's Jennifer's territory, I'll let her expand on our uh, distribution numbers and so forth. So we have five hyperlocal community magazines with having just added Kennesaw, so we're so excited. And each magazine, respectively, is around 17,000 in total distribution. So if you put that together, but we're very specific with our targeted demographics as far as the carrier routes and the neighborhoods. We put a lot of focus into that for each of our magazines just to make sure that it benefits the reader and that it also benefits the advertiser. Gosh, I'm trying to think, Patty, what else I could add to that? Well, I'd love, our, I'd love Candy to share really about the content and how she makes those magazines fit each community. It's, it's a lot of fun, honestly. And I think over the years, I've started to work a little more with um, our marketing team to blend the editorial and the um, businesses, the local businesses. But, but from my perspective, I I love it when I have a three-page calendar because then I'm sharing everything possible in the community with the readers, so they aren't going to miss anything exciting because there's so much happening in each of the areas that we serve. Um, and then for larger stories, because we're a monthly magazine. I get a lot of press releases with news, but I always try to look to the next level and say, okay, by the time the magazine comes out, people will know this already. So what can we do to provide an interesting story still? And sometimes that involves going to the person the story's about and getting a personal um, reflections from that person or just looking at things from a different aspect to make the content unique. Would you say, Candy, that... Um like having a mayor uh, write in the magazine, people like that is one of the things that makes our magazines unique or local? No, absolutely. Absolutely. The, some of the poor city councilors, I bug them so much. I'm like, will you write about this? I know this is coming, but you were the person behind getting this project off the ground and, and moving into the community. Will you write about how that happened? And let's send some photos, too, and we'll just kind of 
share everything. So, yeah, we, we rely a lot on our local leaders for information. And don't we rely on them on recipes sometimes? I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, you got to have food. And honestly, yes. if we happen to leave out an ingredient in a recipe, oh, my goodness, the phone calls come in because people are reading and they're trying these recipes. So you, something even as small as that is you a do that deal. on purpose, huh? <laughs> Just to see if they're looking. Oh, that's <laughs> a good idea. Well, we know they're engaging oh with us. I love yes. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do notice that the articles are very positive. Like, I, I really appreciate being able to pick up the magazine and know that I'm going to uh, find it, get information and leave with with more knowledge, but not feel like, oh my goodness, the world is going crazy. Because we all already know that, right? Mm-hmm. That's intentional for sure. We, we definitely, yeah. and that's kind of a personal goal of mine. I have kind of a mission-minded focus to, to share good news and to let people know the good things that are happening in the community and also to help them to know how they can plug in and get involved and, and participate themselves in the different ministries and missions that are going on out there. Yeah, that's great. So I, there are so many things that you've already shared about what makes your publications unique. Is there anything in addition that you would like to add to that? I mean, I have to say our people make it unique. I agree. Really, we're, we are, you know, I don't want to start crying here on the radio because it's really emotional. They can't see you. I know, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we're just so extremely fortunate with the uh, quality of people we have on this team. And the new people that have come on, uh, Candy's done just a fabulous job interviewing and bringing on her new people. I was so, uh, you know, it didn't just happen when I met Jennifer because I can't look at her. (laughs) Because we, you know, she saw me, we saw each other really um, in the community, and then we met at our local uh, Copper Coin, and, you know, just to... She kept sending me messages, and I thought, who is this you know, person that wants to meet with me? And finally, stalker. I, I know, stalker. finally I thought, I, okay, I better meet with her. But uh, golly, I always say, you know, we met, and we, um, it's just such a, a marriage, a blended family is what our team is. It's, it's more if somebody's hurt, somebody doesn't, you know, we, we help each other, we jump in. Um, it's amazing. And I think that shows when we work with our clients and our clients help us out. Um, we just had a situation where we had a client, you know, still recovering from COVID and just couldn't handle a commitment. And we had another client who jumped in and was able to, you know, to help. We were able to help each other. And that's really what it's about. What are some different marketing options that you offer local advertisers, Jennifer? Yes. Um, one thing that I love, and Candy and I work together a lot on this, is the content marketing opportunities, which are essentially advertorials. We have full and half-page advertorials, and it's where a client can tell their story. Um, and we found people love to be able to tell their story, and it just peers in beyond the print ad to tell a little bit more about the company, how they got started, something new and new and unique. And that's one thing that I do always tell advertisers is, you know, what is your unique value proposition? What makes you different from other businesses? And we all have a story to tell. So those content marketing pieces are invaluable. Um, Love that. Another thing that's very unique that we offer is for a regular advertiser that does, let's say a half page ad for 12 issues, 
you know, we will really take it to heart and consider it, but we'll offer them a writing opportunity. This is more what I call thought leadership, where it's educational versus non-self-promoting. And it might be, you know, three tips to consider when renovating your kitchen, that type of thing. So, and we found that advertisers love that opportunity and that exposure. So, you know, those are just a few things. And again, with our print advertising, we have anything from a quarter page ad, third, half, full. So really, you know, it's very important to consider what type of presence do they want to, you know, how much do they want to dominate the market? Do they want to just have a little bit of brand awareness and have a few quarter page ads? Do they want to dominate the market and have that full page ad or a cover issue with a two-page spread? We do sell our covers, and we found, too, that advertisers love those covers and love the two-page spread. So one thing, too, I just want to note is all of our magazines are online. They're all digital. And with that, their ad has a live link that would take a reader directly to their website. So we have that, and lastly, so I don't talk too much, but each of our magazines have a dedicated Facebook and Instagram page. We have a strong presence on online, a lot of engagement, a lot of followers, and then each magazine has its own dedicated website as well. I do find that we... we are on the cover this month. Uh, Alpha and Omega Automotive is uh, the town Laker. And I do find that people want to know who you are. They want to know your heart. They want to know what drives you. They want to know your star- story. They want to know who you are. And that is an opportunity to allow people to get behind the curtain, so to speak, and and get to know whether you're somebody that they want to do business with. And so that opportunity is greatly appreciated. And we have truly seen an increase in customers through this. Uh, we've done it twice now in two different of your publications. And both times, I tried to be prepared with enough staffing to keep everybody happy. And I just keep not measuring up there because it's just the demand is so great. You guys have a great influence in the community. And I do think part of that is the opportunity to let people know who we are. Like, I think they like that. That that kind of is part of the way I approach writing covers and advertorials because I, my background as a journalist is I'm more of a storyteller is more so than a marketing person. So my goal with each article is to have the reader go to you and say, hey, Lori, I read about you. I feel like they know you and they know your business and your your values and all the things you offer, but but more importantly, just to know you as a person. Well, I feel like a celebrity because a couple people have come in and asked my husband to sign the magazines. Is that not great? It's been great. So what are the benefits of a uh, consistent monthly print ad versus just one time like what what is what does that look like for you guys as far as how many times before you see a difference and that sort of thing sure i'll jump in um well there's a a marketing rule that is the marketing rule of seven and typically research shows that an ad has to be viewed five to seven times before somebody makes a purchasing decision so in order for the advertisers to get a fair return on their investment, we encourage that because it's for their benefit. So you want to stay top of mind. You want that repetition that's very, very important in a marketing plan because marketing takes time. Just because somebody sees your ad does not mean they're ready to buy. And so when they see you over and over repeatedly, it sinks in, it builds that awareness, and it can help lead to that decision. Awesome. All right. I'm going to ask 
Patty first. What motivates or inspires you? And I'm going to ask all of you this. So let's start with you, Patty. In business or personally? Or just however you feel led to share. I would like to know you personally. Just like, just like the articles in the magazine, like knowing us personally makes people want to do life with us. I want to know you personally. Um, I think what, what motivates me is, uh, when I walk away from a person, a person has a good feeling, leaving somebody feeling like they trust me, like they like me, like they have a good feeling when I leave, whether it's a client or an individual. I'd love to say this about Patty too, because Patty is not, she, she makes sure that she gets to know the client and really understands their needs. So she she picks just the right marketing campaign for that person. She's not going to oversell. She's going to find just the right thing, and, and that makes them more successful. That's great. What about you, Candy? I love to connect people, and I love to share stories, the good news stories in the community, because we have so many of them, and and we're a perfect way to kind of get that out. So that motivates me the most. Jennifer? Yes. Um, well, one thing that motivates me is building relationships in the communities we serve. And I had read a quote recently. It was in a book I had read, but it said, you know, when you're in sales, which essentially, you know, part of my job is advertising sales, but when you're in that, you're not closing a sale, you're opening a relationship. And that just stuck with me because I thought that's it. That's what matters. People see that. They can tell when you care. And so with every interaction I have, I look at it as a new window of opportunity to build a relationship and um, hopefully keep those long-term clients. That's I think that's the commonality with our team is building relationships. Mm-hmm. Really, we've never been driven by – I've never – met a customer and thought, oh, this means X number of dollars or this percent ever, never. Exactly. And yeah. I and I think everybody on our team, you know, everybody will meet somebody and they'll know about their kids, their husband, their dog, their, you know, everybody. That's just a common theme throughout our, our company, I believe. I've seen that a lot in our community uh, and specifically more mm-hmm. recently, but I feel like that so many people that I've met are in the business to help you be the best version of you that you can be, to help you become successful. And then as you become successful, then automatically the light shines back on them too. And I just feel like we are such a community of lifting each other up. And I love how you guys uh, do that in the community so dramatically. Um, why don't you tell me a little bit of how you how you use that influence in the community? How do you use the influence of the magazine specifically in the community? I think Candy's probably best to answer that from the content. I think that having a platform to offer folks a way to tell their stories and not just your not just your leaders in the community. I mean, that's very important too, but just off folks of all walks of life. But to offer, to come alongside our city leaders, the mayor and council people and, and our county commissioners, chairman of the board, he writes for us. Um, so just, I think, allowing them a voice through us is a good way to use our influence. And you have, and Candy does some things called Noteworthy. 
explain what that no, is. No, it's all those cute little stories that are the they're the stories that you won't see in the newspaper or anywhere else. And it could be just you know a little Girl Scout troop that that um, got five hundred books donated for a cause, and and they're so proud. So you know we'll run a photo and make an announcement about it. And Rob's rescues. How old is oh my he goodness. when he started? He was in Rob McMillan was in like third grade, and he's probably about six feet tall now. But he he sent an email, and he said he wants to help shelter animals. Could he write an article monthly, an article and feature a dog and a cat from the shelter? I'm like, oh yeah, oh wow, of course, I love that. And so now it's expanded to include um, an interview with a nonprofit leader, and he's done so many of them. He's run out of ones in Cherokee, so we. We break a little bit of the hyperlocal rule and let him interview other nonprofit leaders because it still impacts us here. But but it's something generated totally by him. I've got pictures of him at the shelter with his notebook in his lap with the cats climbing all over him as he's writing. So <laughs> it's genuine. So good. Yeah, it's very sweet. And the next question, how do you handle mistakes in your business? And give me an example of... Uh, feels like an interview, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I guess it is an interview, but it feels like a job interview. Tell me about the time that you... Time. (laughs) Very, number one is very open and honest. We have made mistakes. Um, Jennifer and I are looking at each other because we know of things that have happened with a client, and we've made a mistake, and we're up front with the client. We tell them exactly what happened, and then we usually offer them some type of compensation, and... I can't think of, I believe, 100% of the time they feel better. They appreciate that we've offered uh, some type of compensation, and they appreciate that we've been up front. There th- there's some mistakes that we can't help. A printer printed a magazine, client calls, and their ad's not in the magazine because they left out a couple of pages. The printer is just a weird, fluky thing that happens with the printer. Um, that's happened. You know, we've still offered a compensation, even though it's not our fault. But our number one focus is the client. You ask, you know, salespeople, Jennifer and I, marketing consultants, really. Uh, client is gold for us. And everybody in our, and on our team knows a client is gold for us, and we want to keep that client happy. I don't care if it was the client's mistake. I don't care if the client sent you the wrong picture for the cover and they're mad. I don't care. We want that client to be happy. Yeah, I feel like on some level that when I was young, I thought I wasn't supposed to make any mistakes. But the older I get, the more I realize, obviously, we all make mistakes. Uh, I think I've heard it said that if you have, you know, on Google reviews, if you're a complete 5.0 or whatever, that nobody believes that because somebody's going to get mad sooner or later about something even unreasonably. And so I do feel like what you're saying, you know, you just, you just say, I'm sorry that happened. Let's figure out how we can fix it. You know, I feel like that's the best way to deal with mm-hmm. anything like that. So, Candy, tell me who's in your house or who was in your Tell me about your family. I want to oh. hear about your pets, your kids, your husband. Tell me about your family. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, I'm not a grandparent yet. I'll just say that up front. But Are you jealous? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I have to admit well, but my I, kids are a little older than yours. I, well, no, let me tell you. My eldest is third, 32. I probably oh. shouldn't even be saying ages <laughs> because, you know, I started when I was 10. Right. But yeah, right. let's just say they're, they're adults now. <laughs> um, but three children, 
Julie, Drew, and Rebecca, and they're all out on their own doing great things. Um, my husband, Glenn, is a local pastor, and um, uh, we just, because of the grandparent thing, we just adopted two puppies because we thought that would fill our lives. What were we thinking? Oh, but, I think I've seen pictures. What kind of puppies are they? They are part Australian Shepherd, part um, Blue Healer. And what are their names? They're Ellie and Birdie. Now, our two cats at home named Bunny and John Henry aren't quite sure, and I think they're (laughs) ganging up and about to revolt. So if I don't show up someplace someday, just know it's probably the cats that do. (laughs) But we we love our animals, so it's it's a good thing. I've heard that cats are always, you can just look in their eyes and tell that they're always trying to figure out their next move, what they're going to do to their their, uh, adult. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, what about you, Patty? I have uh, two children, Daniel, um, who's soon to be 25. He explained that his frontal lobe will be in when he's 25. Yes. <laughs> I can't, I always share that because it's so hilarious. And he lives in Florida. And my daughter, Ansley's 27. She lives in Atlanta, works at Pont City Market if she go, ever goes back in the office. Um, and then at home, we have little Zoe. She's my also pseudo grandchild. And I have Millie the cat, it's Calico. Um, and my husband, Mark, who's now working at his home office, uh, which is Lockheed, but Lockheed's at home and Roundabout Local Media's at home. Awesome. Jennifer, who's in your family? So um, my husband, uh, he is a pilot, so he flies the friendly skies for a living and, you know, goes all over the place. And um, I kind of live vicariously through him. He goes to some very interesting places, and I think... Wow, tell me about, you know, everything you did on this trip. Truly, he could write a coffee table book. Some of the experiences he's had in the places he's gone, he just, and some of the pictures he's gotten out of the cockpit are just beautiful. But, um, so that's his, his deal. And then I have a 16 year old daughter that attends Woodstock High School. She is the apple of my eye. She's our only child. I could cry thinking about her right now because I can't believe in two years she'll be headed to college. But um, she loves horses. Is she art and horses? Those are her things. And so we bought a horse for her 16th birthday last year and um, just love him to pieces. I mean, I, I, I sneak little rides here and there, and she'll give me little lessons. I haven't done anything crazy, but I've gotten on him and I haven't fallen off. So that's, that's the good funny. news. But um, and when we do have three dogs, so got that going on too. But yeah. we, we love our pets uh, around yes. about local media. I yeah. know. Yeah. Rob's rescues and definitely. all of that sort of thing. You should have some sort of party where everybody brings their pets and see if they all get along with each other. I should have had a party for Zoe's first birthday. Oh my <laughs> goodness. One. We could have met at Brewster's. Well, I can get Glenn to do a blessing of the animals. We're actually talking about that at our church. So now that would be sweet. Oh, now, doesn't would. Brewster's have like pup? Mm-hmm. pup? Yeah, hops or whatever. Ice cream. Yeah. Ice cream, yeah. Oh, I think that's a grand idea. Yes. I'll bring my pets. Okay. okay. So, yeah, I think we should do it. Well, there is somebody else besides Stone in our studio today. Would you like to talk a little about uh, what yes. you have coming up? Very excited to introduce Kelly Black. And she's sitting here. She's a chief strategist that's going to join us um, very soon, like Monday, but we've, I've been sending her emails. We've been talking and she comes to us with the experience of growing businesses. Say hi, Kelly. Hey, hello. Hello. So we just experienced the growth of adding around Kennesaw and we want to grow this company. So, 
Uh, Kelly has experience doing that, and we're excited to have her join us. And she's been, people are going to be so surprised when we put that on social media Monday because she's been out and about in, in Kennesaw. And Jennifer actually told me about her, and I said, hmm, I'd like to go meet her. Little did she know what, we didn't, none of us knew what was going to happen, but here she is, and we're really excited that she's going to be on our team. Wow, that's awesome. Okay, we are getting ready to start winding down. So before we do that, I want to make sure that you have had a chance to, to tell me everything that you want to tell me. So I'm going to start with you, Miss Jennifer. Is there anything else that was on that was on your list of things that you wanted people to know? Sure. Well, one thing, so I'm a nerd. I love to research marketing, advertising. Um, you know, it's just fun to me to read articles and, and keep up with with what's current and trending, but I also like to just kind of look at um, facts and figures. And I found some interesting things I just wanted to share about print media and just a few things that um, uh, the Small Business Chronicle had shared an article is that one of the advantages of print media is that it has staying power. So you have to think about it. It's um, something that isn't just quick like an ad that pops up. It has a longer shelf life. And especially with our community magazines in the home, that's our goal. And with the engaging content that Candy helps provide, that makes it where people, it sticks around. So um, another thing, it's viewed as credible. And again, these are statistics that multiple, um, you know, reports and research has shown, but very, very credible. And overall, consumer view, consumers view print media as more trustworthy than the internet. And then it's non-interruptive. So the fact that it's, you're not interrupted when you're looking at it, you have more, it's more leisurely, you know, as far as the time that you take with it. And with that, a lot of times the ad is viewed for a longer period of time. So I thought those were kind of neat things. Um, just little tidbits of information that are fun to know about. So, That's so true about the staying power. Not long ago, I mm-hmm. received a, a phone call or an email from someone that was referring to an article that actually ran like two years ago. And I said, gosh, I could not figure out what they were talking about. And then we finally nailed it down to it was an old copy that they still had in their home. So that felt good to know. Wow. That, oh, yeah. To know that was that staying power is really true. I, I have had that same thing. Interestingly, there was somebody that had called. It was for around Ackworth Magazine, and they had no copy, and it was a question. But the point being is that it was still in their home. And I thought, yay, it's still there. So that was encouraging. Well, I mean, the recipes alone are worth <laughs> That's it, right? right? <laughs> Absolutely. That's right. Anything else, Candy, from you specifically that you uh, want to make sure that people know? I want people to know that they can contact me. They can email me or call me. Because I, I couldn't get all that amazing content without hearing from folks in the community. So okay. don't ever hesitate to give us a call, shoot an email, put us a, put something on social media, on our Facebook pages. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. Any kind of story ideas, sharing anything awesome that someone did, even if it's your, you know, your daughter, you know, raised $100 at a lemonade stand. That's great. So yeah. anything we're interested in hearing about it and sharing Okay, awesome. Well, before I go to you, Patty, let me go back to you, Jennifer, for a second. And can you share all that contact information with us, uh, like Instagram and Facebook and how to get in touch with you guys? Oh, yeah. So you mean, in other words, if somebody wanted to reach out to us, how could they Mm -hmm. reach out to us? Mm -hmm. So basically, in each of our magazines, in the very front of the magazine, um, for Woodstock and Town Laker, Patty's contact information, her email and phone number is right there. And then same for me with Canton, uh, 
Ackworth and Kennesaw. So if you have a magazine and you want to reach out to us, there we are. Um, Another great way is just to send a message through either our um, Facebook or direct messages on Instagram. That'd be a great way to reach out to us as well. And if you go to aroundaboutlocalmedia.com, you can access any of our publications online. And really, all I want to do is thank the uh, loyal readers and advertisers. And without y'all, we couldn't be who we are. Anything, Stone, that you can think of? No, but I really appreciate you guys letting me play. I've enjoyed this because I didn't have any real responsibility to ask or answer (laughs) questions. So I could just listen and I just, as you might imagine, I really, really resonate with the whole idea of wanting to share stories and celebrate all the great stuff that's happening in our community. And I I love what you're doing. I am uh, just absolutely enamored with your mission and uh, I know this is women in business, but I certainly want to do anything that I can or the network can to support your efforts. So I hope you won't hesitate to ask us as well. And thank you, Lori, for, for letting me be a part of it. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us, joining us today on Women in Business, powered by Business Radio X. Until next time, this is Lori Kennedy reminding you to keep learning and growing. 